Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today's topic is the think tank. Michael, what are you talking about? Dallas, uh, so I got to thinking that you know, when we look at legislation, yeah. um, it's all just words on paper. Yeah. And there's thousands of pages of yeah. these you know, different pieces of page. legislation like the, you know, yeah. the Tax Act and yeah. you know, all the superannuation legislation and all these different types of things. Um, what we, what you and I and any good financial advisor should be doing is actually taking the time to think tank yeah. about how they'd pull these, yeah. these, these words on paper together into to making a, a logical sentence. Yeah. Because sitting on these archive documents, yeah, uh, at the moment they're, they're useless. Yes. But you pull, you know, yeah, this piece, yeah, together and this other piece together, yeah. All of a sudden, you can get a logical sentence. Now, yeah. what I'm talking about with a logical sentence is is meaningful differences for our clients. Yeah. So we've got three examples, and you probably have some more examples as well. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll spout as you go along. So I guess the and it's probably a bit of a different analogy, but the one that I used the other day, it's like a um, I think of good financial planning business. It's like a sausage maker. So if you've ever made sausages. There's a machine where at the very top you tip in all the mints and then it all, you know, basically minces that up and then spits that out and encases that into nice, neat lengths of sausage. And so, as you said there, the, to me the raw material is the legislation. And so rules change or, or we come across something and you basically, our job is, 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 to, is to mince that up and is to take that raw data, take that, um, you know, words on paper, as you say, and put that in a format that that is usable and and is going to make a, a difference to those clients. So that's yeah, that's probably a good analogy. It's probably a much neater one because other than you know, it sounds like we're gonna we're gonna butcher someone's financial plan. But the the think tank is you know when you, when you think about a, a think tank, it's probably a good way of you know you've got a lot of people sitting around a table. You have a big concept that they're trying to work through. And everyone approaches it through their own different perspective and has different ideas and different thoughts and you, you sort of brainstorm around it and and then over time you sort of shape that and bring that into something where you can go, okay, this is this is the answer that we think is best. And that's kind of where we've talked about that before of a good financial planner should have an answer at the end of that. It, it's mm. it's not enough to say and you know, I've noticed this a lot and you know, we we, we rubbish accountants a lot on this podcast, but it's something that I've seen a lot with accountants where if you say to an accountant, how should I structure this business? They'll say, well, you could do it these three ways and these are the pros and cons of each. And I go, well, mate, that's, I could have Googled that and that yeah. would have told me that data. I don't want the data. I want that to be distilled. I want you to yes. do the think tank work and, and come to me with, based on your situation, this is, the out, this is, this is what's going to be best for you. Yep. And I think that's what you what you mean when you when you're saying like a financial planning business as a as a think tank. So example number one, yeah. uh, recently, I've did a first meeting with some podcast listeners. Yeah. So um, 
I won't always, name them. Always fun. But um, they've since become clients, so they're in the process of becoming a client now. The first meeting that we did was via Zoom yeah. and they'd filled out their, their form. So I got the basic information, dates of dates of birth, yeah. ages, um, rough balances. Mm. And, and um, so what I could tell straight away, first of all, because they're ages 58 and 59, and I could tell by their dates of birth that actually meant their pre- their lower level preservation yeah. condition of release ages, which are 58. As we started talking in the first meeting, they um, they started explaining that they had a self-managed super fund, uh, they had a property in that self-managed super fund, and they were about to sell that property. Yeah. Um, they hadn't signed a contract for sale uh, at that at that point in time. Um, they started talking about what they'd bought the property for many, many years ago and what the, the likely sale was going to be. Yeah. Um, what I was able to say uh, at that stage, I was able to also confirm with them. I said, have you, have you guys you know, you know, switched into 0% tax? You're in 15% tax accumulation mm-hmm. phase in your self-managed super fund right now. And I assume that they hadn't because uh, the, 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 the female had actually stopped work but the yep. male was still still right. working part-time and they said no no we haven't um so i said well don't sign a contract just yet yep because um with commercial property it's not the settlement date that the contract's enacted it's the it's yep. the date of signing yeah that it's enacted so um if they'd signed a contract that day before coming to talk to me mm-hmm. it would have effectively been too late they would have they would Pay have tax. sold that property for a significant capital gain, paid over a hundred thousand dollars in capital gains tax. Yeah. Um, what I was able to do with them is say, uh, you know, to, to to basically say to them, look, um, you know, one member of the couple has already stopped work, and and she confirmed that she wasn't intending to ever go back yep. to work. And uh, and the, and the male member said, "I'm only just working part time at the moment yeah. until we work out if we've got enough money." Yeah, yeah. So um, I was able to confirm with them and say, "We do have enough money." Yeah. And further to that, um, if you if you chose to retire tomorrow, yeah, and then so uh, both of you could then yeah switch immediately into zero yeah. percent tax. You've met a condition of release. You've yeah. turned fifty eight. Both of you, um, yeah. one was fifty-eight, one was fifty-nine. Uh, you have no, in, you're permanently retired. Basically, yeah. that's a condition of release. You're permanently retired. You're not going to re-enter the workforce. Yeah. Um, you're then entitled to move to zero percent tax, and I was able to tell them yeah. exactly what to do. Yeah. Uh, via that Zoom call, um, they they did that. Yeah. They did that. So they moved to zero percent tax, and subsequently after that, signed a the contract, contract for yeah. sale. Yeah, so um, $100,000 difference. It's, it's over $100,000 of tax saved yeah. by, by, yeah. by being able to, and by us being able to distill yeah. you know, over time yeah. uh, different different age-based legislation. In this case, if they were 56, yeah, it wouldn't have worked. It, it wouldn't have worked. And that's because, that's, but so I could have told them. Yeah, yeah. I could have said, if you guys wait you know, <laughs> yeah. a yep. few years, yeah, this is what we can this do. This is what you could actually be able to do. So, look, it requires, it requires that. To be distilled that, into, that into actionable, into, yeah. and that's so that's a good point. It's like there's no point having that information if you had said to them, "Oh, okay, well, your lower level preservation age is 58." They would have gone, "Yeah, so what? What is you know?" Mm. And if you were to, 
you know what I mean? You could take any bit of that, which is, well, this is your, your, your preservation age. That's, that's data. That's data we know. You know, the fact that you have enough to, to fully retire, that's data that we know. The fact that, you know, if you, if you, if, if you retire, then you can, you know, meet a condition of release and move into pension phase. That's data we know. The fact that if you sign that contract before you've, you've moved into pension phase, that's, those four points are all individual data. Now, if you had just dumped those four points of data on that client, you're not doing your job, you know what I mean? And that's like you were saying, the, the think tank thing there is to take in those four bits mm. and distill that into here's an actionable step. Stop, don't do anything, quit your job, move. This is the order of events that you need to take. Quit your mm. job, move your, your self-managed super fund into pension phase, then sign a contract on that. Yeah. And then, you know, following on from that, I'm sure it would have been a, this is what you do with the sale proceeds. This is how you draw an income in retirement. And make sure you never run out. So, yeah, so we're at that stage now. Yeah. So, so yeah. The, the, the property is about to settle. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, I was able to give them those logical steps. Yeah. And um, if, uh, if you'd sent him a link to the ATO website and said, here's all the information you need, it's, it's on the ATO website. Yeah. You know, he, here's all the stuff about pension accounts. Here's all the stuff about selling commercial property in a self-managed super fund. Here's all the stuff about, you know, how to draw an income in retirement. That's, you know, I think that's the point is, especially now with, with the, the internet, you know, we all walk around with the internet in our pocket. Everyone has access to every bit of, every, every bit of knowledge that you, that you gave to that client. It's not as though you know the rules and, and no one else, you know, it's not as though you've got a direct line to the ATO and they no. tell you the rules and no one else knows them. Everyone, it's available to run. It's, it's just the ability to, to distill that down that, that makes a huge difference. So, yeah, I, I actually had a, it's funny, it was pretty much a very, very similar case study. I've got a client who's selling a business. So, and again, within her self-managed, within her self-managed super fund, she owns the property. And that was, I could have the same conversation where I went, well, and, and, and when I actually was doing up her plan the other day, I broke it down into four stages. I said, okay, it's, it, was, it was just prior to 30 June. I said, right, just before 30 June, you need to make this much as a contribution and claim it as a tax deduction. Then, then the next step is to list your, your, your business for sale because if you sell your business first, then you can meet a... Again, you can meet that condition of release. You can move your self-managed super fund into pension phase, then sell your property. Then once you've sold that property for 0% tax, then we can do this. Then with the proceeds of your business sale, we can make this type of contribution. So, And it was, it was a similar sort of thing where there's four different stages. All that information is just swirling all around mm. and it's... and. And, uh, and this lady's actually fairly switched on and, and knew a bit about each of these different things. She'd heard about each of the different ones. But taking that from information that she'd heard about to here's a four-stage plan, yep. that's, the, that's the bit, I think, that, that, as you say there. That's there's, the there's logical sequential steps to all these things. Yep. And if you, get, if you put step three before, um, yep. Before step two, by yeah. mistake, yeah. then it costs you. Yes, like that's 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 what happens. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. What we really like to do, Dallas, we love running these scenarios. Yeah, uh, across. I mean, we because we're business owners, yeah. we own our own business. We're running these scenarios on our own business yeah. all the time. Yeah, uh, you don't have to be a business owner to take advantage of these things though that I mean these people were business owners and, yeah. and they've um, since got out of business they still had the commercial property there yeah another example um, 
some clients that were really keen to retire and they existing clients of mine they they have a property yeah uh it's a a, a residential so, so these, property. Guys, these guys aren't business owners these guys aren't business no, owners so, yeah. um yeah they the property was going to have a very very large capital gain mm-hmm. attached to it and they owned it in joint names now um uh the 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 lady of the couple is is actually hasn't been making her full twenty five thousand dollar contributions to to superannuation every year because she hasn't needed to she's yep. her income she works part time she's on about twenty five thousand dollars per yep. year yeah so what we looked at we, we i said well okay a big piece of this puzzle is for you for you guys to be able to retire mm. is to is to be able to sell this property yeah um if you sell it property here's how the capital gain would flow through to you guys yeah and um some of the things that we can do for for one for um for the lady is we could actually put in sixty eight thousand dollars into superannuation and claim a deduction and claim that as a deduction using the concessional contribution carry forward yeah so um yeah, that that minimised the capital gains tax by tens of thousands of dollars, really, yeah. in in, in yeah. terms of what they usually pay. Yeah. So we were able to quantify that. Um, they were able to do that, and we were able to to put those steps in logical sequential yeah. order. Again, pulling legislation from all these different archive different documents, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, all over the place, yeah, and uh, and different acts yeah. and different pieces of legislation, yeah. Pull that all together, distill that. I like the word distill yeah. that you mentioned before, yeah. and and actually, you know, bring that together for a for a good outcome. Yeah. Now that they've done that, yeah. they've done that. That money's, you know, they're also able to get the non-capital gain tax Portion. component of yeah. the, of that money. That that all flo- um, like flowed that. into their superannuation funds yeah. as well in the right amounts. Yeah. And um, I was able to tell them. Yeah. yeah, just at our last June catch-up meeting, that they they actually now have enough to be able to retire. So yeah. they're, they're they're in the process of um, yeah. they'll turn sixty next year, yeah. and um, the next part of that yeah. is is they they're going to resign from their current roles. Yep, yeah, at age sixty to be able to actually move their superannuation to meet funds. that condition of release. Yeah, uh, into yeah into um, zero uh, percent taxed yeah. superannuation income stream, and that's that's I think a um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great example that one because it's not it's not business owners it's people that you know if you ask these guys they would say you know when, then it's not they don't have an overly complex financial situation but no. it, it's it's not you know they've got an investment property they're working they wanted to retire it's it's all fairly simple so you kind of have. To me, it's sort of simple inputs in that way that they they know what they want and where they end up and what they have now. You're then putting that through the think tank. You, you're applying all those different bits and pieces and all the different bits of knowledge, and then distilling that into an an actionable you know, phase of phase of events. And that's, I think, I guess the point that I'd make with with this is that you know every time we take on board a new client, when we've got our, it's normally a basically a as a rule, it's probably about two A4 pages of recommendations. But what's interesting is that the recommendations of what we do right now are normally only the first half of the first page. It's mm. basically, you know, do this, do this, and do this now. And then there'll often be, okay, next financial year, you need to do this, and that'll be that'll be the rest of the first page. Then there's another whole page, which is, okay, 
at when you reach age 60, then we do this. Then when you reach full retirement, we do this. Or, you know, when, when you, when the other person reaches retirement, we do this. When both of you are fully retired, we do this. So for pretty much everyone, there's normally a few different phases in this. And, and if you don't spend the time up front to come up with that, that plan, you know, doing the think tank work of thinking all of these, the, these sequence of events the whole way through, you, you can easily just do the first bit and then yep. and then get to next financial year and go, oh, actually, well, if we'd known that this was the plan next year, we probably would have done things differently in this year and, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's a, that's a good example as well as, you know, those are, those are clients that you've, they've been working with you for, for a fair while. And mm. so that would have been always up your sleeve knowing that the long term, the plan is when you sell your property, we're going to do this, this and this, and then you're going to retire and then we're going to do this. And they're two real-life examples. The third example is something we've discussed recently, and yeah. we don't even have any clients currently on the books that fit this scenario, but, <laughs> the, but this is this an one? example. So, so um, for someone running a business and, and you know, they have, let's say, around five years to go, it could be more, it could be less before yeah. they want to retire, yeah. um, they own their own property yeah. that they, they're running the business out of. And look, it's a good time to think about this now as well because there's there's – um, investors coming back yeah. into the market. So it's possible to sell the commercial property that they're operating, operating out of to an investor and lease it back for five years. Yep. Um, and and they can actually take the bird in the hand, yep. assuming they meet the, the small business active asset, yep. uh, capital gains tax exemptions, yep. and, and get, you know, if it's a couple, they can get, over two million dollars worth of property sale, yep, effectively into their superannuation funds, yep. um, reducing the capital gains tax to zero, uh, and and um, yeah, people would say, well, why would they do that? Well, well, a big piece of the puzzle of, of actually retiring mm. is will we be able to sell this property? Yeah, uh, at the time when it comes to retire, and what yep. will we get for it, and what yep. will rules be at that point in time? So, so. Um, that's an it's, it's again it's again a trigger that you may not pull yes but it's but but it's 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 there and these are the types of scenarios that we run through yeah. for for our clients um and like i said we don't even have you and i have discussed this yes, one as a, as a concept as a concept we don't even have someone yeah. that would necessarily suit and, yeah. on the books at, at this point in time but we're always think tanking things yeah and and, and um, that's yeah Sitting down, we'll either we'll either have a coffee and talk <laughs> about um, some sort of theory that you have, <laughs> or we'll start to run a scenario. Yep. What if we did this this yeah. way? If what yep. if we did this way, uh, this way? What if what if this scenario came up? Yeah, what would in, we do? Yeah, yeah. if there's property investors yep. coming back into the market and we yep. could actually, yep. you know, someone offered us X amount for our commercial pre- uh, premises, we could actually get that money tax free. Yep. No capital gains tax yeah. into super right now. You're getting into a low tax environment. It's protected. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a big piece of the puzzle in yeah. terms of of um, yeah uh, having that you know, off the books yeah. in order for someone to be able to retire. Yeah, they're the types of things that we yeah that, that's that, right. that we're con- continually continually thinking and overlaying what we know uh, the most important parts of the legislation on all of these archive documents yeah. on the uh, federal government and state government websites. And pulling those together, um, uh, when I say that we love it, it's an understatement. Yeah. Like we 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 love doing this. We yeah. love we love uh, creating value out of 
all these pieces of paper yeah, on the uh, on, on on all these archive documents. Yeah, and the good thing is, I'm gonna. It's good that we've got this podcast in the books because we often have friends drop into the office and they'll they'll see us sitting here in the kitchen having a coffee <laughs> and they go, don't you blokes do any work? And now I can direct them to this podcast and say, this is it, mate. This is the most valuable work that we could be doing is think tanking all these different things for clients and potential clients and different situations and how would we play this out and what would that long-term outcome that be? So. If it looks like we're just sitting around having a coffee, next time someone drops in, this is what we're actually doing. Well, here's the here's the really important thing: um, a good financial advisor actually needs the time to be thinking about these yeah. stones. If they're too overwhelmed in terms of, yeah. you know, the 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 nuts and bolts paperwork or what yeah. they have to do or, or yeah. whatever they're doing at that point yeah. in time, or they've taken on too many clients, yeah. then they just don't have the time to be thinking about these things. So, you you actually need the time to be able to have logical, uninterrupted thought and to and fro it. Uh, That's where I think you and I work well because we bounce things off each other. Yeah, that's right. And then, yeah, we always always come up with a better way to do it than we would have on our own. Yes. uh, Because there's things that, 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 you know, perhaps the person... Yeah. raising the, hey, what about this scenario? Yeah, uh, hasn't thought, thought through, about yeah. all the things and, and yeah. exactly. you know, the other person. It's being distilled through yeah. both yeah. of those um, those brains. Yeah, I agree. And that's and that's exactly right. It's, there are a lot of really good solo practitioner um, financial planning businesses out there. But it's kind of, you're basically getting, um, it's like a two for the price of one thing where you go, if someone's becoming a client of ours, that's, I guess, the, the upside for, for them is that they're getting access to, I'm the best financial planner in Australia, and they're getting access to all of my all of my knowledge, all of my expertise, and they're also getting access to the second best financial planner in Australia <laughs> at the same time. So, no. Um, yeah, I think that's a, a, a great topic, Michael, for, to come up with and, and to justify us sitting around and, and drinking coffee and talking about theories. So, Well, I'm when we finish this podcast, this. I actually feel like a coffee. Yeah, so let's <laughs> go and have it. a talk about some... <laughs> Let's go. Let's let's step into the think tank. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty podcast with Money Over Fifty Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.